Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been so overwhelmed that it made you physically exhausted? Have you ever been so depressed that all you just want to do is sleep? Have you ever felt so spent that even after doing something small, you feel like you need immediate recuperation time? Well, if these things are normal, like a regular part of our lives, it's quite possible that we might be dealing with what is known as neurasthenia. Now, there are different levels of this and actually different definitions too. Like most things, it's not a one-size-fits-all deal for everybody. But it's interesting, and that's what we're going to be focusing on today. Uh, The Science Direct website tells us a little bit about all of this. It notes, coined by an American neurologist to describe the exhaustion of the nervous system, it connotes a condition of weak nerves in which the sufferer is thought to be easily overwhelmed by the ordinary stresses of life with resultant symptoms of somatization, anxiety, and depression. In other words, it's almost similar in a literal sense to the concept of plain possum. You ever heard that expression? Well, this animal, the possum, is famous for its defense tactic. Possums pretend to be dead whenever they perceive a threat. Over time, people began to associate this animal behavior with humans who use the same method to avoid dangers of their own. So we then, as people, we get overwhelmed, we feel threatened, we've had it, and many of us crawl under the covers, or at least want to. When we are in these places mentally, even little things often require great exertion. When we feel lifeless, it's hard to live. It's hard to have a life. The Atlantic was quoted as saying that the appeal of neurasthenia as a disease was in part the way in which it allowed patients to re-explain the world to themselves. It also states that it was thought that people in earlier societies could not have been neurasthenic because they weren't exposed to the modern things that depleted nervous energy, particularly steam power the periodical press, the telegraph, and so on, which used people's time and energy and didn't give them room to relax. Now, obviously, this was a long time ago, but imagine this entire concept in the information age that we live in today. We are swamped and overloaded, and things just fly by us regularly. You know, what's interesting is that Neurasthenia also had another name for many years. It was actually coined Americanitis. This is because back in the day, it rapidly became a household word in the United States of America. 
it even was viewed as a fashionable affliction that carried the air of sophistication. In fact, among its famous sufferers was Theodore Roosevelt. Well, how can we tie all this into pop culture? Well, perhaps the most famous actual person, at least that I'm aware of, that simply had too much was done and resorted to bed in modern history would be Brian Wilson. Uh, the 2014 film Love and Mercy did a pretty nice job of retelling this story. Here it is in a nutshell. Brian Wilson, as the principal songwriter for the Beach Boys, got so overwhelmed and became so fragile that he literally stayed in bed for the better part of three years. Now, there's more to it than all that. Granted, drug use didn't help the situation, nor did the intense issues that are well documented that he had with his father. It also didn't help that the more experimental he got musically, the more certain band members would push back and discourage him. Think about it from their perspective. Songs about waves, girls, and surf made them famous, made them rich, and they wanted to continue to be rich and famous. But Brian Wilson was more interested in progressing as an artist. I mean, just to see the progression up to this point, do this little experiment with me. Simply compare their very first single, Surfin', from 1961, and then immediately after, listen to Good Vibrations from 1966. The strides made creatively were almost superhuman. But it wasn't for everyone. A song like Catch a Wave from 1963 was way more likely to sell than a song called Do You Like Worms in 1967. So do you then fight your artistic growth to please those who are unpleasable essentially anyway, or do you fight? Keeping in mind that not everybody has a fight in them. Well, by all accounts, he didn't. He was an abuse survivor, and he had no fight in him. So he went to bed for three years. He did drugs, he ate, and he laid there. Now, this is extreme, but it is an inclination that many people that are overwhelmed have. It's a retreat. It's a big I give up scenario. But what's crazy is that you're actually tired. There's a total psychological thing going on here. I'm sure you've experienced, for example, being really sick, but forcing yourself to shower and put on fresh clothes. Yes, you're still sick. But don't you feel slightly better in a way when you do that? It's, not, it's like you're giving yourself the opportunity to enter the land of the living again. And again, it does something psychologically for you on some level. Well, it's the same thing with neurasthenia. If you have this or traits of it to whatever degree, when you don't lay down, when you really don't need to, and instead, for example, go outside or take a walk, you might, in fact, be able to shake the affliction to some extent. But what is hard is that you don't want to because sleep is comfortable, literally. What about when we hear then, for example, that celebrities are hospitalized for exhaustion? 
you know, people laugh at that, but it's not funny. According to Slate, at one time, Dave Chappelle, the comedian, was hospitalized over a weekend for what his spokeswoman called exhaustion. The singer Mariah Carey also took a long break after being hospitalized for, quote, extreme exhaustion. People think, oh, how horrible it must be to be a celebrity and get tired. But is that fair? The article actually asks, is exhaustion actually a real medical diagnosis? Well, here's how it answers. It says, yes, albeit a bendy one. The diagnostic manual published by the World Health Organization lists conditions of medical exhaustion due to heat, pregnancy, exposure, excessive exertion, and combat, as well as plain old fatigue. The fact that exhaustion has no single cause, you could be exhausted from too much work, improper nutrition, intoxication. All these things lead some doctors to avoid using exhaustion as a diagnosis. But it's real. I, I remember when both of those celebrities that we talked about were cited as having exhaustion and and. Many just went with the idea that, no, they're just going crazy. Uh, one left a hugely successful show. The other had what looked like a breakdown on television. But to me, resorting to calling people crazy, that's just lazy thinking. I'll explain. Calling a person crazy often is our way of saying we're not willing to put in the time to understand this helped me to put this into perspective. Uh, listen to this. Of all the people that are celebrities that have been reported to go to the hospital for exhaustion, I chose Dave Chappelle and Mariah Carey because these two could have been in high school with me. We, we are the same age group, roughly. Uh, I imagine personally... <laughs> being under so much public scrutiny and pressure at the ages that we all were when they were hospitalized for exhaustion. And you know what I think? I couldn't have handled it at all. When you sign up to be a comedian or a singer, does that mean you choose to be evaluated? You choose to be picked apart, judged, revered, or to be initiated as a role model? Well, here's the real answer. Yes. I don't agree with it at all. But yes. See, one can't just sing a song or tell a joke. The public and who you work for are involved. Money is involved. Influence is involved. Maybe the game playing and the scheduling and the let's try to please everyone routines just becomes unbearable. Think of it this way. In a physical fight, the fighting doesn't just hurt when someone's getting punched. They're also getting tired. Uh, you ever see that boxer that can't stand up? You see, the, the, the punches didn't just hurt. They get exhausted. Do we, though, think a prize fighter is crazy when after we see him fighting numerous rounds, he looks tired? No. But when we see celebrities that fight for their independence and sanity after a few rounds we think what's wrong with them well, that's not fair 
And you know what some of them choose to do or need to do at that point? (sighs) They go to bed. Listen, it's easy, so easy to judge people when we don't know them or where they come from or what they've been through. It takes character and understanding to dig deeper and to care if we bother. And that's how we're going to close this one out. If we get overwhelmed, the bed isn't always the answer. And that can become quite the crutch. But regrouping from time to time is an excellent thing to do. Take a moment from time to time and note your accomplishments. There's nothing selfish about that. Breathe. If you need the cover over your head from time to time, great. But just don't live there. Being busy, especially in things that help other people, will do wonders. And then you'll feel like that depression sleep is only robbing you of more opportunities to do it. Let's put it this way. Dreaming while asleep is your subconscious mind trying to make sense of everything, and that's fine. But dreaming while awake and working to make those dreams a reality is much, much better. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that works very well with the pathos of this episode. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast playing possum playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast playing possum. So let's hear our our 10 tracks. Let's see what we've got cooking this time along. Number one, not only is the subject matter of number one perfect, but man, it sounds perfect. It, It sounds like neurasthenia. I'm so tired by the Beatles from their infamous White Album. Number two is the New York City band, The Dictators, with Sleeping With The TV On. Number three is the song Waking Up by Elastica. Number four, R.E.M. with Day Sleeper. Number five is the band Travis and the song Driftwood. Number six, excellent song by Bob Marley and the Wailers from their survival record called Wake Up and Live. Number seven is Slippin' Into Darkness by War. Number eight, Belle and Sebastian with Asleep on a Sunbeam. Number nine is the song So Tired by the Shoegaze Band, Slow Dive. And finally, number 10 is the band Blondie with a song from their Eat to the Beat record, Sound Asleep. Well, that's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Playing Possum. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Let people that you think might like it know about us, especially if you think it can help them or maybe just ease their mind a little bit. Feel free to make reference to this on your social media if you have it and if you're comfortable with it. Also, if you'd like to keep this podcast stay up and running, only if you'd like, you can help by making a small monthly contribution. 
All you have to do is you have to go to the support this podcast link under the episode description. It can be as little as 99 cents a month. Uh, If you're so inclined, that would be incredibly wonderful. But if you don't do that or don't have the desire to do that, whether you do it or whether you don't, just feel free to listen and enjoy the podcast anytime. Don't worry about it. Uh, As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.